to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and we have a great show for you today. Keith Ferrazzi, author of the best-selling book, Never Eat Alone, and his new book, Who's Got Your Back, is with us. And uh, when times are tough, we look for someone to cover our back. Today, we're going to hear from one of the top thought leaders on why having people around you at all times is the key to success. Uh, Keith Ferrazzi has written the definitive book on how to build deep, trusting relationships that won't let you fail. This is a program that everyone can learn from, so stay tuned for some life and career-changing insights. I'd like to give just a brief brief, uh, background on Keith. Uh, Keith Ferrazzi transformed professional networking with his best-selling book, Never Eat Alone, which shared the secret of his impressive climb to the top and has been recognized by Forbes as one of the best business books ever since it came out in 2005. He is known as one of the world's most connected individuals. As founder and CEO of the business consulting firm Ferrazzi Greenlight, Keith counsels the world's top enterprises on how to dramatically accelerate the development of business relationships to drive sales, spark innovation, and create team cohesion. As a thought leader and advocate of corporate citizenship, he has rallied executives around initiatives to improve health care and education nationwide. It's been named a global leader of tomorrow by the World Economic Forum. Keith uh, was previously chief marketing officer at Starwood Hotels, where he oversaw marketing activities for global brands, including Sheridan, Weston, and St. Regis. Keith also, also served as chief marketing officer for Deloitte Consulting, a leading global management consulting firm where he developed and managed the industry's first globally integrated marketing organization. He serves on the Yale University Board of Alumni Governors and is also a fellow of the Berkeley College at Yale. Welcome, Keith. Well, Cheryl, Ken, thank you so much, and, and wow, what a, uh, what, what a generous uh, introduction. Well, you have a, uh, just a phenomenal um, background, Keith, and I, I just enjoyed going through your book uh, last night, so thank you for sending that to me. And in Who's Got Your Back, you talk about the secret to finding the three people who will change your life. What is that secret? Well, the secret actually is that they're all around us, and the only thing stopping us from having these individuals is us. But let me get back to that in a little bit. Let me talk a little bit about what these three individuals do for us, and we can maybe use that as a test as to whether you've got these folks in your camp or, or not right now. These are the kind of individuals, of course, that encourage us, that, that uh, even in our darkest time will pick us up off the ground and make sure that we're, we're back on our feet and ready to charge forward. But it's interesting, when they pick us up, they don't ignore the fact that, that we got down there somehow. And, and they're going to be working with us, sparring with us, thinking with us, innovating with us, helping us understand uh, where we want to go, but also how we, how we slip up and how we hold ourselves back as well. Um, these individuals will tell us the truth. Now, a lot of our friends, we can, we can probably spend a whole segment on this, a lot of our friends actually tell us what they think we want to hear, mm-hmm. not what we need to hear. And that's, that's actually a component of friendship that I'm trying to eviscerate and bring into the forefront with folks because we really do need more feedback. We need more of the truth in our life. We need people to really tell us um, what they're thinking because that data is powerful and important and can, in fact, change our lives. Um, We let each other fail way too much. The next thing these folks do is, is they kick us in the butt and they hold us accountable for achieving the kind of things that we want to achieve and the greatness that's inside of every single one of us, and yet we let ourselves down all too much, whether it's something as simple as a New Year's resolution or a life dream. Um, we often find our, 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 our dreams and our goals slipping away from us, and there's really no need for it. One, one day at a time, one week at a time, um, we can be held accountable to the small things incrementally that will achieve greatness for us ultimately. So there are four core mindsets. It's all about letting our guard down with somebody. It's about generosity and mutual support. It's about candor, and it's about accountability. 
Keith, one of the amazing things that to Cheryl and I is we've done this show many, many times, and it's just amazing how many parallels we see between our guests on the show and also what we've been doing for 35, 40 years. Uh, Job Search to Total System, our book, is exactly that. And basically what we say is if you're willing to work harder, smarter, longer, you will have better job, better pay, better life. And to go along with that, which I think you believe in wholeheartedly, is no excuses, just results. Your yes. thoughts, sir? Well, no, I, I believe in absolutely both of those. And, and the thing is, <clears throat> can I've lived my life that way? The work ethic of my father, who was a steel worker in, in Pittsburgh, um, and, you know, my family, an immigrant Italian family, uh, we understood hard work. That's never been an issue. Focus on results, never been an issue. But I have to say, Ken, I know a lot of people who have that very formula and still bump up against what I call their glass ceilings, their, their own career limitations. And I found, that it, that this, I, I found the lesson that Gene Nittich, who founded Weight Watchers, um, or the folks who founded AA, or the, or the individuals in large um, church congregations who have the men's prayer breakfasts, at the end of the day, the power of mutual peer-to-peer support, the mutual support of, of your fellow human being who make a commitment to each other, sometimes, as I said, one day at a time, one week at a time, to help each other achieve our greatness. That was missing in my life. That was missing in my life six years ago. And, and I went down a path and, and, and lucked into finding it, and it transformed my life. I'm much more joyful, much more successful, much more elegant in the resources that I put into a project and the, and the high results that I get back. That just hard work, um, just focus on the, the results, um, got me a lot of success. But as my friend Marshall Goldsmith says, um, what got you here might not get you there. All right, and we, we had a chance to interview Marshall uh, recently, so we can relate to that. Well, you say also, um, Keith, that now is a particularly important time to develop relationships. Why do you say that? Well, if you, let's look around us today, and I'll give you some really sobering statistics. Four times more people today live alone than, than ever before, uh, even just a few decades ago. Um, our, our, our families are falling apart to be honest with you. And what I mean by that is, and I'm not just talking about divorce rates, that's, that's pretty obvious, but I'm talking about the mobile society. And, you know, do we have Sunday dinners anymore with our families? Do we, you know, are, are, are the big holidays unviolatable? And does everybody come back to the homestead or somewhere together? Um, you know, we're more lonely and isolated as a society today. Our churches are dwindling. Our community centers are dwindling. People go to the gym, they put their iPods on and work out in isolation, and that's, and that's their sense of, of a club. Um, what the, and then in corporations, the virtualization of corporations um, is changing the model fundamentally. People, there, are, there are companies out there like IBM where close to 70% of the workforce is virtual, and whereas IBM used to joke that IBM stood for I've been moved because of the power of that global company, uh, new people at IBM uh, say that IBM stands for I'm by myself. The, the, the flattening of organizations and the firing of the middle management of large corporations um, may have given us efficiencies, but the individuals who used to hold us by the hands when we came into our companies, they were called bosses, and they were our coaches, and they were our mentors, and they were our ushers through the company. These individuals don't exist anymore. You've got a span of control of people who used to have five people working for them that they could take care of, now to 15. So a fundamentally new model needs to exist. The old systems that used to support us in powerful ways no longer exist. Now the question is, what and how are we going to replace that? How are we going to grow? How are we going to learn? This is actually where we, we found University of Phoenix. University of Phoenix, as you know, because you've got a partnership with them, University of Phoenix organizes their classes into small peer-to-peer support groups of three, committing to let nobody in that course fail, such that what they found is when they organize the class into small groups of three, that group of three, um, their, their dropout rates uh, significantly decreased, the retention of information and learning was longer, and their joy in the class was higher. Um, the Gallup organization has proven that if you have strong relationships at work, you have higher levels of productivity, and the company has higher levels of profitability and sales. 
All the data point to the fact that now more than ever, we need to step up as individuals and as a community and agree to bring those kind of relationships into our life. Keith, this is exactly why Bill Pepicello jumped on the book. We sent it to him, he read it, and he said, wow, we're in the same business. Yeah. We're all about better job, better pay, better life. Again, just to reinforce everything you're saying, and for our listeners who have already read the book and they know what they're talking about, on page seven we have what we call a total system personal commitment contract. A lot of people talk about things but never do it. The contract is designed not only for the individual but for their entire family, okay, exactly what you're saying. Instead of going home and watching American Idol or some other show that's not going to do anything for you, why not come home and work as a family to achieve better job, better pay, better life? Think about what greater legacy can you possibly pass on to your children and their children than the ability to have better job, better pay, better life. It's absolutely amazing. We've seen it with lots of families, and it's the most wonderful thing we've ever been able to do for millions of people around the world. Mm. Fantastic. Well, Keith, uh, how does your process work? How do we get started to building those relationships? The process is, is fairly simple. First of all, you've clearly got to find the right people. And we're, we, we don't want to be too, um, uh, too prescriptive in that because I don't want it to be too daunting for anybody. We're really just talking about um, beginning to change the way you reach out to a few people around you in the early stages. We, we get later into the formalization of the process where you can actually have weekly meetings with a small group of individuals, etc. But for most of us, it really starts out by picking up the phone and thinking about one or two people who we would really feel safe with. Because the number one step is you've got to be able to let your guard down and tell people what's really going on in your life. So are you frustrated in your job? Um, are, you, are, you, are you thrilled and excited about a new opportunity outside of what you're doing right now and not quite sure how to get there. Like, what's really going on? Are you stuck and don't know where you want to go? Um, those kind of transparent conversations require safety. So the first thing is just find somebody you're safe with. Now, it's interesting. A lot of people are not safe with their most important relationships. Um, 50% of the people we chatted with uh, as we were, not chatted, really researched, um, as we were building this book, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, um, said that they're not sure who has their back. And it's interesting, even among those, um, 60% of them are married. So, you know, it's not necessarily assumed today, although I hope it someday it will be, that your spouse or your associates at work or your friends follow the criteria that I'm talking about. Because as I said, we've already noticed that our friends sometimes let us down in terms of not telling us the truth, etc. Um, so the first thing, as I said, find one or two people that you can reach out to. It could be an old boss. It could be an old friend. It could be an old mentor. It could be a college friend. It could be a neighbor. It could be just somebody you meet in the next five days. Because sometimes, as we know, um, and I'm not sure that you, know, you, you drink or not, but we've all heard the fact that bartenders get an earful because they're strangers. Um, it's safe to have that conversation with them. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, listen, when we get back from break, Keith, we want to share more about how to master relationship building. Great. We'll walk through the process. We'll be right back. All we talk about is money. Call us toll-free, 866-472-5790, and talk to the experts. We talk talk money money all all the time. Voice America Business. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career 
greater success, better job, better pay, better life. Every week, Body Talk is here to answer your pressing questions about the fields of traditional, alternative, and functional medical science. Join hosts Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis as they uncover the truth behind some of today's ailments, symptoms, and diseases. You'll get the most up-to-date information on treatments and remedies and their effectiveness. Plus, you'll hear from leading experts on a variety of health topics. Listen for Body Talk with Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson with Keith Barazzi, and we're talking about a very important topic to each and every one of us is how to build relationships to gain the success that we're looking for, both in our lives and also in our careers. And, um, Keith, you, you mentioned um, the importance of lifeline relationships as, as part of that process. Can you explain just a little bit more about what that is sure. and why and, they're so important to us? Well, and, 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 more, and more importantly, I think where we, where we stand right now is how do you go get them, all right? Mm-hmm. So, if, again, let's, let's just reiterate. A lifeline relationship is somebody who is going to commit mutually, you to them, them to you, to not let each other fail, okay? Sorry about the ringing in the background there. Um, and that sort of commitment is so critical to all of our success. And if you don't have two or three people in your camp, in your backyard, in your, um, you know, who really have your back, then you're going to be as I was five or six years ago, struggling alone, struggling alone and, and really feeling like this was a, a desperate process to succeed and, and maybe seeing your goals get further away from you, not closer to, to you and feeling like, like this was a battle that you had to, to, to take yourself and you really don't. So the first question is, how do you go about finding these individuals? You go about finding these individuals by looking in your own backyard, just trying to figure out the two or three people that you could pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, listen, you know, we haven't talked for a long time. And again, you don't have to be that that dramatic about all of this. We haven't talked for a long time. What do you think about us just sitting down and having a cup of coffee? Let's just catch up. And a catch-up process really helps you try to figure out what it is that between you and them, you're, you're, you know, what you're trying to achieve. You, know, you give each other some advice. Um, you're really testing in the early stages for whether or not somebody has the four core mindsets that will, that will create a lifelong relationship and a, a lifeline relationship. And those four core mindsets, number one, are vulnerability. So is this somebody you can let your guard down with and tell the truth about what's going on in your life? You know, is this somebody who you can, you know, really sit back and have um, a, a commitment to this person because you're starting to care about this person enough that you really do want them to be successful? Is this somebody who you can be candid with? And I found in the early stages that there were so many people that I started reaching out to that couldn't be candid with me. Mm-hmm. They, they just, they couldn't be honest. They couldn't tell me what they saw me doing that was holding me back, even though we all know that we all do stuff that holds us back, but they didn't have the courage to tell me what they saw. And that doesn't work. That's not the kind of person I want. I want somebody who's going to give me that kind of feedback and criticism in a caring, generous way. And we can talk specifically about each of these four mindsets because each one has some real important implications. And then is it somebody who is willing to hold me accountable and stick in there with me from week to week saying, okay, what did you say you were going to do this week and did you do it? I mean, I liked what Ken said, which is, you know, the ability for the whole family to come together and commit to each other's success and spend time in the evening together um, committing to each other. And everybody's got their own goals. Everybody's got their own homework. Everybody's got their own focus. But 
if you do it together, then you can actually uh, actually it, it, hold each other accountable instead of saying, "Ah, eh, you know what? Tonight I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go out with the friends," or "Tonight I'm just gonna I'm just gonna um, you know go watch a little bit of that American Idol." But it's that kind of peer-to-peer accountability that holds us holds us our feet to the fire to that kind of success. Hey, so yes, sir. I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt, but let me give you a perfect example of an organization that does exactly that, and that's the United States Marine Corps. I'm a Marine Corps veteran, and one of the things that I really looked forward to in going into boot camp in the Marine Corps was exactly what you're talking about, the camaraderie, the getting your butt kicked, the, all the things we desperately need when we're young kids. And you go through 12 weeks of boot camp, and I will personally guarantee you, whether you're rich or poor or fat or skinny or black or white, it really doesn't matter. At the end of 12 weeks, it's the most amazing process in the world how you have become intellectually, emotionally, physically better than you've ever been in your life, but you've done it as a team. You have each other's back. And yeah. the whole point about that is when you're, in the, when you're in the foxhole with the enemy charging up the hill, you want somebody covering your back who's going to be there for you. Well, that's, in fact, exactly where the, where the, where the phrase comes from originally. It and that's, from, where that's why I'm on the road right now. I meet with veterans all over the place. I always wear my Marine Corps hat. Every single day I run into a veteran or a Marine who says, let's talk, and I help them with job search and resumes and life and family and a whole bunch of things. And I, that's my way of giving back. And Cheryl and I have been so fortunate in our business. But this is exactly what you're talking about. And there are so few organizations in the world that have that environment. No, I agree. And, I, and there's no question that the military does. Um, and it's interesting, you know, even in terms of peak performance within the military, the, the British military does an interesting exercise every year. They send, send all of their special troops, sort of the equivalent of our, you know, Navy SEALs and, and Rangers, etc. called the SAS. Okay. They send all of their groups. Apparently there's like six or seven different groups or teams yeah. or, or, or flavors of that yes. in, 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 in the U.K. They send them all to the base of, uh, of one of the biggest mountains in the world. I don't know which one it is. And it's interesting because what they do is they take – the best and the best of the best of each one of the teams, and they pull them together into a single team. Okay, and then the rest of the teams they continue to go without their best of the best. So it's all the best of the best in one team, and then the rest of the teams you know minus, minus their best. And it's very interesting. Um, not once has the best of the best team ever won in terms of the race up the hill, and the reason for that is very simple. What's more important than, than actual performance and skills and strength and knowledge is actually the team cohesiveness. You take the best of the best and put them together, and they have no commitment to each other. They, they're, they're aliens to each other, and they're, they end up not forming an actual team. Whereas you take the individuals that have now they, they've lost the best of the best, maybe that was even their leader, but the team who's been working together through their boot camps, through their training all this time, the team cohesiveness is more important and makes up for it. And it's always one of the teams that's lost their best of the best that ends up winning. Now, that's a powerful lesson for all of us. It's not that, that we have to be the smartest, the strongest, the, 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 having the most resources. But the, the most important thing for all of us is that we've got a group around us that really has our back. This is what Job Search the Total System was all about. This is how it was founded. I watched it in boot camp. I watched it in what we call advanced infantry training. I watched the rest of my time in the Corps. It's the most amazing thing in the world. And for our listeners, if you have young men who, or young ladies who are not sure what they want to do, please consider the military. They are wonderful. We desperately need wonderful people in our services. But I watched... At the end, boot camp uh, was over, graduation time. I watched parents who were looking for their kids who walked right past them because they didn't recognize them. Mm -hmm. They sent in a kid who was kind of dumpy and overweight and not really a man, and he he had become, in 12 weeks, a man, walked right by him, didn't recognize him, Mm -hmm. turned around and said, what have you done with my son? It's the most amazing process in the world. Exactly what I'm saying. Well, trying imagine. to create those uh, those relationships uh, when you come from a broken family or you've not had uh, the really relationship building 
um, mindset that you're talking about, Keith, of generosity and vulnerability and candor and accountability, those are just tremendous values that sometimes are not built in the family. How can you um, develop those qualities? I, I know you mentioned the relationship DNA. Uh, how can how can that help them? Yeah, I mean, uh, we, do, we do actually have a diagnostic tool that would be important to your listeners to take. If you go to Keith Ferrazzi, K-E-I-T-H, F-E-R-R-A-Z-Z-I dot com. There is a diagnostic test that you can take. It's only a handful of questions. Um, But what it tells you is where are the areas that each of us individually are strong and weak relative to our performance in uh, relationship management. Um, But separate from that, there's there's a bigger issue, which is you got to just taste it. you got to try it. And we organize the book in a way, uh, who's got your back? We organize the book in a way that you can, you know, even if, you're, even if all of these mindsets are fundamentally alien to you, there's, there's opportunities to taste small incremental bites of success, and that's what will spur your growth. I mean, lecturing to somebody and telling them this is what you need to do or, or convincing them through data, it doesn't work. We all know that for a fact because... You know, we, we've all said we're going to lose XYZ weight and then didn't do it, or we're all going to work out this way or the other way and didn't do it. But Weight Watchers learned when Jean Nittich, who created Weight Watchers, she learned if you really want to get a group of people to lose weight, they, it's really more of an encouragement and self-esteem issue. And to show up every week and weigh in and encourage each other and hold each other accountable and push each other, that that's the formula. So for anybody who's not experienced these kind of relationships in their life, the answer is just taste it. Pick one person and try some of the exercises in the book in the simplest form and fashion, and you'll like it so much you're going to want more of it. Oh, um, I, I agree wholeheartedly, Keith. And I really liked about your book that you have a step-by-step approach, very similar to, as Ken mentioned, what we do in Job Search a Total System uh, regarding uh, finding jobs or making a career change. You've put a step-by-step process for building intimacy, and that's, right. that's hard for a lot of people. Tell us a little bit about some of those steps. Sure. When, 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 and then let's replace the word intimacy for a second with just the word loyalty and trust. It tends to be a little less intimidating to people. Um, so if, if, if you want to say that, what does it take to have loyalty and trust between two people? All right. It all starts, interestingly enough, with our own mindset, meaning... If I wanted to have a relationship with you, the first thing I needed to do is to begin to foresee how wonderful it will be when we have it. In other words, projecting the positive relationship into our conversation before we even start. Unfortunately, too many people, particularly if they're going for job searches, etc., they psych themselves out of a good relationship. They, they, they foresee somebody being difficult, mean, challenging, um, standoffish. They, they, they hypothesize all the negatives of the potential future um, boss that's sitting in front of them. And as a result of that, um, they actually begin to react in an insecure way in front of those people. And then as a result of our insecure behavior, we end up triggering in them some standoffishness. And then all of a sudden we see that behavior and we say, see, that's the way they were going to be behaving. And the next thing you know, you've got a really bad interview or a really bad relationship with somebody that didn't need to be. All because we psyched ourselves out instead of up into an opportunity and a potential. So there, there's a lot, of, a lot of the book that just talks about how one gets excited and, and foresees the potential in that relationship. Once you go there, uh, then we start getting into things like the power of story. Because what you're really trying to do in creating loyalty and trust is you're trying to get somebody to understand who you are at your core, at your soul, and then that's, that's the ultimate relationship. It's not about data and understanding you've got 2.5 children and you live in such and such a city. That doesn't matter. There's, no, there's nothing emotionally bonding. But a story is emotional transportation. What, what I mean by that is, you know, it's like if, if I said, you know, if Ken said he, he was in the war, um, or, you know, he, he, you know, he said, I, I was in boot camp, that's fine, but tell me a story about boot camp that really brings me there. Tell me a story about what it was like 
to be in the Army. And as a result of being in the Army, you grew as a human, and that's going to help you be more successful in this upcoming job. Tell me a story about why loyalty and loyalty to my boss um, that, that I'd like to get this job, and you know, that I'm sitting here in front of you, and loyalty to you, sir, um, is first and foremost in my mind. And I know because I've taken hills for people, and, and that's, that's what matters to me. And, and to be able to tell those stories, that's emotional transportation, and that, that will create intimacy. That will create uh, the kind of trust and loyalty. And then ultimately, even being willing, once you get the trust established, to let your guard down with somebody because people don't trust somebody who, who pretend to be perfect. And being, being human is critical, and it's a critical component of all of our lives, and it's that final wall. We've all met people that we wanted to get to know better but couldn't just get through to them. Well, you know, that's that wall that people put around them that don't let them get through, we do this all, this, all the time to ourselves and to others. So you've got to let those walls down. Ken, we got just a few seconds here, so when we get back from break, um, I'd like to talk a little bit more about the team process, because once you have uh, learned uh, the power of developing relationships one-on-one, then also getting towards those teams, like Ken was mentioning earlier, is really important. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more insights on building relationships. Money, money. Up-to-date business and financial news. Money, money. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition, and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the Total Career Success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and Total Career Success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total Career success better job better pay better life feeling overworked overwhelmed do you feel like you could use a getaway right about now have we got a show for you it's called de-stress radio and this show will help you take control of the stress in your life join hosts robin siegel and marin vertok every week they'll motivate you to attain balance in both your personal and professional life you'll want to share each episode with those important to you listen for de-stress radio with robin and marin every wednesday at noon pacific time 3 p.m eastern on the voice america health and wellness network Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson. We're with Ken Ferrazzi today and learning some incredible lessons on how we can build relationships and develop personal bonding, emotional bonding with people through stories. Ken, I know you wanted to share a a thought about that. I did. Keith, the very last point you made about telling stories and relating to people, very, very critical that that be done. Let me give you a specific example of what I'm trying to do traveling the country. In meeting with veterans, World War II veterans, Korean veterans, Vietnam veterans, 
we try to help these kids coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. Many of them are having the biggest trouble in the world trying to find a job simply because many of them have PTSD, but many of them also have no understanding of how to relate to a company and or a interviewer. What I try to do is have one-on-one meetings, small group meetings, large group meetings, helping them with creating an environment whereby they understand how to interview, how to write a resume, all the things they need to do. And that oftentimes is the most critical part of getting back into the job market, being able to tell a story yeah. relating their military background to the company's background that fits. So the interviewer that, says, wow, and that's really a real that's a real important point, and let's just reinforce the fact that the story is not just a story. The story is a way to take somebody to a place that drives home the message that you're trying to communicate. So the story is in, in service of the employer, not in service of the interviewer. So, interviewee. In other words, you know, I want to tell a story about loyalty, because I know that the person in front of me wants to know that I'm loyal. I want to tell a story about hard work and devotion because the person in front of me wants to hear about hard work and devotion. I don't want to just tell some story. I want to tell a story that will drive home a point or a message that's critical to the success of the person in front of me. Exactly. And that's, yep. that's excellent. And, Keith, another aspect of your book uh, talks about uh, developing the dream team, and you actually outline nine steps for that process. Yes. Talking about vision so, and, and the lifeline relationships that we talked about earlier, building friendships and so forth. And the fourth one is really interesting. You say broadening your goal-setting strategy. Yes, exactly. So what we've really been is we've, you know, through this call, and, and I'm a little bit more like Ken. I enjoy meandering around the, the conversation in different ways that take us. But let's get back to process. Um, so the first step is, of course, find your team. Once you find your team, your most important first step is to figure out what your goals are. And let's talk a little bit about that. It's very interesting. The research that we've done has actually proven that there are some very powerful new ideas around goal setting. And let's assume I want a great job. I want to, you know, I want to be able to um, retire at a certain age. I want to find this type of fulfillment in the workplace and this kind of environment, etc. That's a vision, all right? But then underneath your vision, you've got to set some goals, some very specific goals, and goals usually have timelines associated with them, etc. One of the more powerful mistakes that we make is only setting goals that are measurable and not goals that are what we now call learning goals. So I'll give you, a, for instance, using weight loss as an example. If I want to lose 10 pounds, that's a goal, all right? Now, the problem with saying I want to lose 10 pounds is that people who focus just on that, one, haven't necessarily figured out what they need to do to go lose those 10 pounds, and number two, that we sometimes get really depressed if we, if, we, if we fall short of 10, even if it's 9 or 8. And people who just set performance goals, like you know, measurable performance goals, sometimes spend more time being frustrated at their lack of success than on their pursuit of excellence. So a learning goal, a learning goal is instead of saying, I want to lose 10 pounds, how about I want to learn a, an exercise routine that I will enjoy doing every day. All right? So that, to me, is a very different and powerful way to set goals, learning goals. And we go through a whole series of exercises in the book, Who's Got Your Back, about setting a vision, setting a series of goals, and, and setting a series of learning goals and how to keep on track with those. And that really is such an important component of your life. And we also expand it. It's not just professional. It's, it's personal relationships with family and love, loved ones. It's, it's, it's intellectual stimulation of what we want to learn and grow. It's physical wellness. It's spirituality. It's giving back to the community. There are actually seven dimensions in, from, in, in our uh, experience around what life success looks like. And in the book, we, we help you set those goals around life success. You can also you know, get some free tools as well on, at KeithFarazzi.com. So that's the personal success wheel, Keith? That's exactly the personal success wheel. Yeah, we like that. And In fact, in uh, the total system, we also have uh, what we call a cycle of success that takes in many of the elements that you talk about. 
One of the steps you also mentioned is learning to fight. What do we need to fight for? <laughs> well, this is really a bigger subject than just the uh, what we call sparring. Sparring is the is the, you know if, if anybody in, on 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 the radio has has thought about or, or or done boxing, sparring is practice, right? It's not real fighting. It's practice fighting. It's safe, but it's the it's the mechanism that teaches you how to have a good, healthy dialogue. That's now I'm using it from the perspective of teams and relationships. How do you have a good, healthy dialogue? How do you have a debate? How do you have disagreements? How do you gain feedback? It's quite amazing how little feedback plays into all of our lives. Um, you know, what we find is that the, the most organizations one time a year give you feedback at the annual review process. And then what we also have found is that most of the time the organization doesn't even have courage to tell you the full truth at the annual review process. They'll tell you the truth as it's reflected in what your raise is and what your promotion capability is, meaning if, if they feel that you're not really stepping up to the plate, they'll hold you back from a, from a pay perspective and a, and a promotion perspective, but they might not even have enough courage to look you in the eye and tell you why. Mm. Um, they'll, they'll gussy it up. They'll soft shoe around it. Well, that's no way to live because, frankly, if you're smart as an employee, throughout the entire year, You've been gaining the, the feedback and asking for it candidly, creating a safe environment to, to invite people to tell you what you're doing that may need to get better, what you could do that would make you even a more exceptional performer. So that by the time you get to the annual review process, all right, you already know all the information and, there, and you've corrected it. So your raise will be higher and your performance in terms of potential for promotions will be higher. So the feedback process is very simple. Number one, you've got to stop worrying and being defensive about feedback. It, it's just data, and the only person that controls the data and its use is you. So anybody can tell you anything they want to about you, and it just doesn't matter. Who cares? It really doesn't matter. Let it roll off your back like, um, you know, like, like water off a duck. Uh, now, what you should do, though, is if somebody says to you, I really think you've been, you're a procrastinator, or I, I think that you need to speak up more in meetings. Well, don't get defensive. Go check it out. Go ask five other people if that's true. You know, and, and ideally, you know, ask them in a way that you're not defensive when they tell you so you don't shut them down. You've got to start opening up the spigot, make, making the, the free-flowing information that will make you a better person. As, as candid and as open as absolutely possible. That's really, really good advice, uh, Keith. And I was really interested and intrigued by your uh, criticism of the 360 reviews, speaking of feedback here. Uh, why, um, why is that? And, you know, what is your supercharged 360 review? Well, it's just what I was saying, which is, you know, what happens in, a, in, a, in an official 360-degree review, which for some people who may not know, is really a process by which um, anonymously, People fill out forms that tell you, who, you know, what's going on with you. And some people even hold back the feedback there because they're fearful you'd be able to figure out who it was, etc. Um, but it's anonymous. Well, that's cowardice. I want people to tell me to my face, and I want to thank them to, 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 to their face for their courage and generosity to tell me what they really think. So my job is to walk around getting real feedback, real time, all the time. That's supercharging a 360. That way you don't need these silly constructive processes that corporations have put together because you've got all the information you need, you've analyzed it, you've used it, or not used it. Listen, if, if somebody's telling you you're procrastinating all the time and you don't think you are, you think you're working just the right amount, then you can choose not to, procrast you know, you can choose not to do anything about it. You may lose your job if your boss thinks you're procrastinating, but it's still your choice. Nobody can control your behavior other than you. So why are we so defensive and worried and upset when we get feedback? Keith, it is so critical that we, for our listeners, uh, tie all this together as we move forward. Let me go back for I can. We I just have a, uh, 30 seconds. All right, Cheryl, let me, let me pick that up in the next segment then. Okay, great. Well, Keith, uh, this is really good advice. Um, just before we break here, one of the final points you make in building a dream team is fake it till you make it. That sounds a little dishonest. What, what are you really advocating here? Well, what I'm saying is that sometimes people's behaviors um, need to change before they believe that they're going to work. So in AA, fake it till you make it, means show up every day 
and just pretend you don't need that drink, but don't drink today. And just pretend that you're a good, worthy individual, even though the, way, the reason you got down in the gutter drinking is because you don't feel that you're worth um, you know, even being on this planet. I mean, the, the, there's so many things that we feel and we, and we believe about ourselves that until we just start pretending at least that we're worthy, pretending that we can handle this, pretending that we can stop drinking, pretending we can stop procrastinating, then all of a sudden once you start to changing the behavior, you'll wake up one day and say, you know what, I can stop. You know, I am worthy. And that's, that's what I mean by fake it till you make it. Right. It really changes the way we think about ourselves let, and think about our let the Let the behavior lead and the mindset will follow. Yeah. Well, we're going to come back from break and get into a little bit more. It's going to be our fourth segment. So we've covered a lot of ground already. And so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Sell, buy, buy, sell. All we talk about is money. Talk to an expert. Call now. Call now. Toll free 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition. And through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com, thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Um, this has been such an exciting show, Keith. I appreciate all that you've shared with our listeners today. And, uh, Ken, I know you wanted to pick up on a point just as we I really do, Cheryl. Um, Keith, it is so critical for our listeners, many, many of whom are veterans who are listening to the show. I've traveled the country and worked with a lot of them. And for you guys that I've worked with and for you who I would like to work with, let me tie together some of the things that we're talking about here. Keith talked extensively about the story, and when we talked to each other and, and related stories, Keith, what is critical in the training we do, and I know you do the same thing, is not just a story in isolation, but a story relating their military background to the organization. 
do your homework, do your research, study the company, do your resume, design the resume around impacting the bottom line of the company. And that's what I meant about the story, relating something they did in the military that ties directly to the company, ties directly to the impact they are going to have on the bottom line. And that is so critical to everyone coming back from the service or anyone out there. Make sure you talk about two things, and that's how you can make money and save money for the company. Your thoughts, sir? No, I, I Look, I totally agree with you. And as I, as I was suggesting earlier, everything's got to be relevant to what, the, um, to what the interviewer needs. Now, part of that, of course, is that you need to do your homework before you walk into that interview, before you walk into that meeting, so you really do understand what that, inter- what that uh, interviewer is looking for. And I can tell you, you know, sometimes you can't find all the information online, but more than ever, I, 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 I envy today's job-seeking world because so much information is out there about the person, about the company, about the needs of those organizations. There's, there's blogs being written about the company from inside the company that tell what's going on. So there's lots of sources of information out there. Make sure that you're as customized and focused on their support. So you remember, we said there are four mindsets. Generosity has always got to be first and foremost. You've got you to walk around the world creating an environment that makes people know you want a relationship with them, which means you lead with generosity. Your number one comment should be, how can I help you at all times? How do I make you more successful? It's not about you, it's about them. So if you, if you walk into an interview saying to yourself, during this interview I'm going to find ways that I can help these folks be more successful, and all of your questions are aimed at that, and all of your comments are aimed at proving that that's exactly what you want, you will be more successful and have a higher likelihood of, of achieving that job and achieving the, the better pay and, and better job and better life that, uh, that you deserve. Well, Keith, uh, you know, we talk a lot about the use of technology for research, and it is so valuable to us, but we always remind our clients that the face-to-face relationships are what ultimately gets you that job offer, and you also talk about the importance of joining support groups to accelerate uh, networking and relationship building. Why are our teams and associations so important to developing relationships? Yeah, well, first of all, um, joining um, associations and that sort of thing is the way in which you find those lifeline relationships. Um, my first book, Never Eat Alone, um, was really about how do you build that broad network for yourself? How do you reach out and how do you constantly think about building authentic and real generous relationships in your life. The second book talked about how do, you, how do you do that with two or three people and go way deep with those individuals. But it's kind of a one-two punch, right? I mean, you've got to have a broad network because that's where the opportunities arise. The more people you know, the more people that, that care about you in general, um, the more job opportunities, the more references, the, 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 the more um, information that you can put your fingers on as a result. So building a broad network is absolutely crucial. Um, just think about it. If you sit alone and you've got one friend in the world, um, you know, how, what jobs are you going to be hearing about? Just the ones that that, that one friend is aware of. Um, you know, one of the best ways to find jobs and one of the best ways to get promotions, et cetera, is through warm relationships of people introducing you. So, you know, your, your boss bragging about you to the, uh, to the other folks in the company, um, your friends bragging about you to other potential employers. You know, warming the cold call is so critical because we all hate walking in there and having, you know, just being two arms, two legs, and a piece of paper in front of you called a resume. What if that was wrapped in a story that somebody told about you before the interview? Um, that's, that's the kind of stuff that relationships are really powerful on. You just can't get there alone. You cannot achieve your dreams, your goals, you know, just by buckling down, gritting your teeth, and doing hard work. You, know, you, you found that out in most of your life. If you look back to the great success you've had in sports, the great success you've had you know, with a few key friends or in the military, it's all about other people, and that's not going to stop. So let's get those skills mastered, and that's what... Uh, that's what Who's Got Your Back focuses on. Well, I was really intrigued, too, uh, Keith, by your concept of the green light groups that you have going. Can you share with our listeners what that is? And yeah, so like what we've done it? is we've re- realized that it, sometimes it's not so easy to start. So we put up a website called Greenlight Community, greenlightcommunity.com. You can also just access it at keithfrazi.com. And 
what we've done is we've said, if you want to join this online website, and it's basically, it looks like Facebook. You put up a profile and you talk to people. Then the only commitment that you have is that you're going to help each other be successful. So if you get on there and you want to talk about personal branding, you, you put it up there and everybody's around talking to them, you about how to build your personal brand. Now, the reason I focus on this is because what, what emerges from that online community is something that we literally call a green light group, which is small groups of people, groups of three, four at the most, who commit to meet with each other once a week, whether it's virtually or face-to-face in various regions across the country or just over the phone. And those green light groups, that's really the group of lifeline relationships committed to each other's success, are the groups that every week check base to say, where are you on your progress? How are you doing? You, you're stuck? Well, let's, let's talk about it. You don't know exactly what, you know, what your learning goal is around this dream? Well, let's discuss it. You know, can, I, can I help you in any other way? So those green light groups, imagine you've got your own little marshaled forces of three or four people who commit together to not let each other fail. And that's really the ultimate objective of who's got your back, is to have that kind of a commitment. And I hope in your lives that your significant others begin to serve a purpose in, in your life, that you're doing it for your kids, that you're doing it with your friends more broadly. But right now, you can certainly go to keithfarazi.com and find these folks, and it's absolutely free. None of our stuff do we charge for. Um, it's all free for you because this is just a mission and a movement that I believe very, very strongly in. Well, Keith, we certainly agree with that, and we are doing exactly the same thing, uh, working as hard as we possibly can to make this a better world. Our yep. goal is to make it a better world when we leave than it was when we came in, and who knows how important that is today. And well, you're, do- you're doing God's work. I can tell that the passion that both of you have well, and, um, is so strong. And, and Keith, just so our listeners understand, we couldn't be more sincere about this. We're as honest as we can be. We're trying as desperately as we can to help as many people as around the world in the shortest period of time. So please get involved and believe and listen to what you're saying and apply it. Don't just listen to it, but apply it. Yeah, and, and, little, and that's what, you know, I, I know we're in the last segment, and this has been a real joy. Um, one of the most important things for us to do is just small little steps, okay? We've talked about a lot of stuff. we talked about big things like goal setting. We've talked about major ways of rethinking how you deal with candor and feedback. We've talked about setting up formal groups like green light groups. We've, we've talked about, um, you know, how to reach out. Look, lots of big concepts. Let's get simple. Pick up the phone today. Find one person you trust and care enough about to do what I would call a long, slow cup of coffee or a long, slow lunch or a long, slow dinner. And just catch up. You know, test whether or not this is somebody you can let your guard down with. Test whether or not this is somebody you can ask for candor and receive candor. Test whether this is somebody that you would really want to be generous with and you think they'll be generous to you. And, and test whether or not the two of you could pick one little thing, one little learning goal, let's say, this week, and, and whether you'll hold each other accountable to making it happen. Because that could be the first simple step to a real-life transformation for the both of you. There's so many people around us who really do want to help us be more successful. They want to be enlisted and engaged. But darn it, we don't let them because we're, we're proud and, and we don't want other people's help and we don't want to let people know that, that we're vulnerable. We think that that's weak, and in actuality it's not. Expressing your vulnerability is courageous and you know it. It's not, it's not weak. Weakness is, is, your, is your lack of courage to let your guard down enough and let people in. That's weak. That's, in, that's insecure, to just reach out to somebody and say, I want to help you be successful. I really need the help from you, too, and let's go forward in this world and do the best we can. Well, that's, that's courage. That's a fabulous uh, summation, Keith. Thank you so much for being with us today. I know you say that your book is, is not a self-help book, but rather the first Let's Help Others book, and we totally concur with that goal. And uh, I recommend to everyone that they get a hold of uh, both of your books and visit your website because you have so much to share. And, Ken, uh, any final words before? I do. Uh, Keith, thank you very much for being on. And let me just add one more thing to what you said. Wherever possible, listeners, whether you're husband, wife, son, daughter, 
please get involved with your family. One of the reasons that families are imploding and coming apart is because families don't spend time together. Mothers, fathers, please involve your kids in this. Please do everything you possibly can to create a greater legacy for them. And we have what we believe are the answers and how to do that. Don't it'll just make listen a, to it. Absolutely. It'll make a tremendous difference not only in your personal life but also in your company and organizational life as well and in your career. Next week we're going to have another very informative guest, so be sure to join us. Thanks again, Keith, and we'll see everyone next week. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on Voice America.